Welcome to the BCHL podcast presented by Subway. Brent Mutis here from BCHL Communications. Sorry we missed you last week, but we're back in the saddle today, and we have three interview guests coming right up. But we'll start off with some league news, and the NCAA commitments have been coming in fast and furious the last couple of weeks. The most recent signings are Langley's Jake Livingston to Alaska, Coquitlam's Troy Robillard to Alaska Anchorage, Nanaimo's Aiden Hansen Bucata to RIT, Vernon's Josh Latta to Alabama-Huntsville, and Salmon Arms' Justin Wilson to AIC. The BCHL now has 140 NCAA Division I committed players this season and is on pace to break last year's mark of 161 committed players overall. Going into our first interview now, and it's a chat with Boston College recruit Mike Hardman of the West Kelowna Warriors. An unknown in the BCHL to start the season, he has our attention now as he's racked up 32 goals, which puts him second in the league. A productive player in the U.S. high school ranks and in the USHL last year, the Massachusetts native says this season is right in line with what he was hoping to produce for the Warriors. Yeah, you know, I think um, as a second-year guy, uh, uh, obviously last year I played in the USHL, this year it's my first year in the BCHL, so... Um, I have a lot of expectations uh, coming in this year. Um, I mean, I'm really hard on myself. You know, I obviously want to put up numbers, but I always want to uh, play well in all three zones. And uh, I, I really just have to thank my teammates and, and my line mates right now, uh, Max Waka and Willie Ryan. They're both great players, and I love my rest of them. Uh, but, yeah, it's been a great year, and I'm really happy that I uh, came to West Kelowna. Talking with Mike Hardman from the West Kelowna Warriors. You mentioned the USHL last year. Uh, how did you wind up getting to the BCHL this season? Yeah, so it was kind of crazy. Uh, last year I played in Des Moines, and I, uh, I really liked it out there. And, uh, at the end of the year, there's a, yeah, there's a coaching change. And uh, coming, coming to BCHL just might be a better fit. And, uh, uh, it was obviously the right decision, and I absolutely love it here so far. I wanted to ask you about your commitment to Boston College, which is uh, in your future. They're involved in a pretty cool event that not a lot of folks here on the West Coast know about. It's called the Bean Pot, but you're, you're from Massachusetts. I'm sure you know all about it. And you're committed to uh, Boston College, which won their game on Monday. You're going to be in the Bean Pot final coming up next Monday. Uh, what have you been doing to follow that? Yeah, I know. As a Massachusetts kid, I grew up, uh, I used to play good every game with my, with my mom and dad uh, growing up, so uh, it's really special that I get to play that for the next four years. Uh, but, um, but yeah, it's awesome. I was actually watching the, uh, the game, it was on TSN, so I actually have to watch it here. And it's, uh, no, one, no one really knows how big it is unless you're, you're from Boston and, and from the area. It's, uh, it's like every, every little kid goes, and um, it's awesome. It's like you the TD Garden, so. I looked into your background a little bit. You went to uh, a program called the Winchenden School uh, for U.S. High School. Um, a couple of your teammates are Matt Fossett and Ben Thomas. Both wound up in Powell River this season. Was that a draw for you at all? Yeah, um, actually, I didn't really talk to Powell River. Uh, it was a, I, I just talked to a lot of interior teams, I think, the, um, but... I, I talk to those guys every day. They're, they're two of my best friends. And uh, obviously, Foster dealt with an injury, so he hasn't been playing. But talking to Benny a lot, too, he's, uh, he's really like in Powell River. But 
Uh, it should be a good game, you know. Obviously, it's fun playing against those guys because I, I played with, with Matt and, and Ben like this in my whole life. So, yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. Looking at your schedule uh, coming up this weekend, you guys are on the road. You're in Chilliwack, and you're in Powell River, who we just talked about, so you're going to be facing your friend Benny there. Um, you like getting on the road and facing teams that you don't get to see uh, all that often? Yeah, you know, I think it's talking to guys that have been leading for a couple of years. It's definitely a hard road trip uh, going from uh, Canada wanted to finish up just uh, your experience in the BCHL this season. Do you think playing in the BCHL forces you to um, improve on anything that, that maybe you wouldn't have done in another league? Like, I know you're in the USHL. It's tough to score points there. So what can you credit the BCHL for doing for you as a player this year? Yeah, I think the BCHL, is a, obviously, it's a great league. Um, you know, I think, the, obviously, it's, it's a lot different than the, than the USHL. The USHL is, is a lot more defensive, and like you said, it's hard to score. But I think uh, in this league, it's, it's great. You know, it's a lot of skilled players, and obviously, the, uh, the defensemen and goalies are, are also great as well. So um, I think for me, it was just the perfect league because uh, I think myself as a, as a two-way forward that, that, can, that can score goals. and. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just a perfect league for, for players. And I know a lot of Boston guys who have been coming out here and, and, and they've had success. So um, I'm, I'm really happy I came out here and uh, there's no regrets at all. That's West Kelowna Warriors forward Mike Hardman. On now to the BCHL Player of the Week, and this time it's Victoria Grizzlies forward Alex Newhook. The highly touted playmaker leads the BCHL in scoring, so surprisingly, this is his first POW of the season but it's well-deserved as he had four goals and three helpers in three games last week for the Grizzlies, including a hat-trick in a five-point game on Sunday. For the Newfoundland product, what matters most is the team's success that resulted from his efforts. Yeah, I think um, you know, our team had a good week too, which was great. And I think that was definitely um, you know, a product of that. Uh, the team's been playing well lately, and you know, our line's been clicking too as well, so that, that definitely helped out. So. It was nice to um, you know, help the team out that way and get a few goals and um, you know get a few wins last week. Uh, so you played Powell River four times, I think, in a span of just over two weeks. Um, they're obviously one of your big rivals. You guys are super tight in the standings. Um, after they took the first three, how important was it for you guys to to get a win on Sunday in that last one? Yeah, it was huge. I think it was it was really a desperate game for us. Um, losing three out of out of four of those was um, you know not really what we were looking for out of it. Obviously, really big games anytime we play a division rival like that, and and when we're that tight in the standings. But for us to get that game, you know, we really played a desperate hockey game, and and to get that win was big for us. Hopefully, we can take that into um, into our next matchup with them and, and potentially the playoffs. Uh, so for those who don't know, you're from uh, St. John's, Newfoundland. So the BCHL is about as far away from home uh, as possible for you to play your junior hockey. Um, why did you decide to make the move out west to play in Victoria? Yeah, in, in my uh, in my great tenure, I was, I was looking for somewhere to go to uh, to play uh, to play against older competition. And uh, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, so I was looking for you know a place to play better competition, 
and uh, against older guys. And, and BCHL is looked at as a league, you know, it's top league in Canada for Junior A. So to be able to come out here and have the opportunity to play in Victoria in such a nice spot and in such a great organization is really something that you know couldn't really pass up on. So I'm um, really happy my decision to come out here, and it's been awesome. Uh, so being from St. John, you, you obviously don't have an, a hometown NHL team. I guess the closest Canadian team to you guys is the Canadians. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you a Montreal Canadiens fan? Or if not, who, who do you cheer for in the big league? I'm leagues? not. No, I've, I've always been a Calgary Flames fan. So um, still uh, still a big fan of them. What's, what's the reasoning behind that? You just like the team and like the players? or? Yeah, not sure. I think just, just when I was younger, I think I just kind of picked a team. My, uh, my dad's an Edmonton fan, so... I don't know if there's maybe a bit of, uh, you know, competition there, but uh, it's kind of how it started, I think. Uh, so are, th- are there guys um, on the Flames or on other teams, uh, any kind of professional guys that you think you play a kind of similar game to or maybe even try and model some parts of your game afterwards? Yeah, definitely, uh, you know, being a Calgary fan and watching the team pretty closely, I, I like to watch Sean Monaghan a lot. Uh, you know, such a good two-way centerman and, um you know, a really, really uh, reliable in the D zone, but as well, super offensive player and creates a lot offensively. And he's a guy I definitely like to watch and, and take the thanks for him for sure. Uh, so your team in Victoria this year, you guys have a lot of high-end talent. Uh, there's yourself, there's Riley Hughes, who's an NHL draft pick. Uh, Alex Campbell's a prospect for this year's draft. Carter Berger has been really uh, strong, putting up the points on the blue line. Yeah. Uh, so what, what's it been like playing alongside all those great players, and uh, has it maybe had any positive effect on your game personally? Yeah, for sure. I, I think anytime you're surrounded with players like that, you know, Husey and, and AC, guys like that, Birds on the back end, um, it definitely adds to the experience, you know, being able to play with, with, with such good players and that can, you know, complement your game. And, and um, you know, it definitely helps the team as well when we have guys like that coming into Victoria and, um, and being successful. So, yeah, having those guys is, is great and, um, you know, it's, it's awesome to play with them. Uh, speaking of high-end talent, uh, a couple months ago you participated in the World Junior A Challenge for Team Canada West. Uh, I know you guys didn't get the result you were looking for necessarily, but what was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was a great experience. I think being able to you know, play with the top guys in the league and, and play with the top guys in, uh, in Western Canada Junior A was, it was super special. And to be able to put on the Canadian flag again, it was, um, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a big honor for myself. Um, like you said, didn't, didn't get the um, the result we wanted to, but really great experience to play against the top guys, um, you know, in in this draft class and uh, to play with them as well. So it was, it was a lot of fun and um, a great experience. Um, so the NHL draft is coming up in June. Um, you're projected by most to go somewhere in the first round. Uh, is that something that you even let yourself think about uh, during the season, or do you kind of try and keep those thoughts out uh, until uh, the season ends? Yeah, it's it's something that uh, I think it's a bit hard to avoid when um, you know when it's, when it's a talk around uh, a lot of places and a lot of people are, are talking about it. But um, I, I try not to focus about it too much. Um, just you know, try to try to focus on what I can control and try to focus on improving all the time and, and just what I can control really. And, and that's not really what other people think and what other people have projected. So. Yeah, it's cool to be in that conversation of being a first-rounder, but at the same time, it's, um, you can't take it too much and just uh, control what you can control. Would it be a disappointment to you, do you think, uh, if you didn't hear your name called on the first day of the draft? I mean, right now, for me, it's, it's definitely a goal of mine, and it's something I really want to want to have happen. I think you know, I definitely can, can have that happen. So, 
Um, I'm not sure if the word is disappointment. Obviously, you know, getting drafted anywhere would, would be surreal and would be, um, you know, would be amazing. So, um, that being said, I think, you know, being a first-round pick is, is something I would definitely, uh, you know, like to have happen. And um, hopefully, you know, it, it works out um, that way. Uh, so looking ahead to next year, you're committed to Boston College. Um, why did you choose that school, and what, what are you looking forward to the most uh, when you join them next year? Yeah, BC is um, you know such a great school, and, and they, they always have a great program. And when I went down there at first, it really felt like a place that, that I could fit in, and um, you know really felt like uh, like a place I wanted to go to with the combination of, of coaches, um, you know, facilities, and schooling. It all kind of you know fits in, and um, it's something I'm really excited for. Uh, and then finally, just bringing it back to the BCHL here, um, you played Cowichan on Thursday, and now you guys are taking on a pair of tough uh, interior division teams over the weekend in Wenatchee and Merritt. Uh, how, is, how important is it for your team to kind of finish strong and hold on to that first place in the division and, and make sure you guys have home ice in the, at, at least the first two rounds? Yeah, definitely a few big games coming up for this weekend. Um, hey, at this point in the season where we are in, such a, uh, in a tight race with Fall River, Every game is is just as big as as the other, so you know we're we're definitely taking that approach into every game, and that you know winning each game is um, is going to be huge for us. So you know we're, we're definitely going to be you know ready and and, uh, and fired up for these games this weekend. So we'll be taking that mindset into the games. A big thanks to Jesse Adamson for that interview with Grizzlies forward Alex Newhook. Time now for a quick break, but we'll be back right after this. At Subway, we're all about making it what you want, even when we're advertising our new $4 Mighty Melts. Oh, yeah? Then let my piggy bank do the ad. Um, okay. So Subway has these new $4 Mighty Melts, three tasty sandwiches with melted cheesy goodness on warm toasted ciabatta buns for just $4 each. Four bucks? At that price, no one's going to be busting me open. I'm immortal. For a limited time only at participating restaurants, excludes extras plus tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Try Subway's $4 Mighty Melts today. Welcome back to the podcast as we go to our final segment, and it's an alumni spotlight, on Vernon Vipers graduate Andrew Shortridge, who is now in his junior season at Quinnipiac. The product of Anchorage, Alaska, leads the NCAA with a 952 save percentage, and as he told Greg Ballack, his recent play has exceeded even his own expectations, and he just hopes to keep up the momentum. It's been a little bit of an unexpected one, but it's been it's been awesome. Uh, the guys have been doing a phenomenal job uh, in front of me, just giving me one-shot opportunities, pushing, pushing everything to the outside, uh, taking away backdoor threats, blocking a lot of key blocks. Um, and, and overall, I mean, it's just been a lot of fun so far. Now, it's been a while since you last played in the BCHL. This is your third year at Quinnipiac. But, you know, looking back at that year playing for the Vernon Vipers, only one season, how did it prepare you for life as an NCAA Division One goaltender? Uh, I mean, obviously the biggest thing uh, is billeting, moving away from home and, and everything. Um, yeah, the accountability uh, on your own own end is huge. Um, just being able to manage uh, manage your games, understand everything, like uh, take in account what, what you've had success with and what doesn't work and try and change that on your own. So, I mean, overall I'd say – 
uh, I had the accountability that I ended up uh, having to, to develop and really try to hone in on while I was with Vernon uh, has been incredibly helpful in my career. Just uh, having those those conversations with Jared of, okay, this doesn't work. Let's try this in one situation, but in another it might work. And actually being able to, to identify that and just make the certain tweaks that need to be need to be made. Now, one topic of discussion with Quinnipiac this year has been not just you yourself in goal, but your goalie partner as well, Keith Petrozelli. It's his second year there at Quinnipiac, and he's taken a huge step forward this season. Have you been able to, to sort of take him under your wing a little bit there as your as your goalie partner? Yeah, I mean, we both feed off of each other. Um, as you mentioned, he's a great goalie. Uh, he's a very talented kid, and you know, we play two completely different styles, but there's not that's not saying there isn't some overlap um, where I can, can feed off of him and, and learn with, uh, what he's doing and where he can, can look at me and hopefully take away uh, some things that I do well, whether it be uh, physically on the ice, mentality, um, or just like handling the, the NCAA season with school and everything. So I feel like right now it's been been a great uh, combination of, of give and take where yeah, he is the younger the younger goalie here, but he does a lot of great things on the ice. So I I can kind of look at that and, and try to model some things that I think would work into my game, and hopefully he does the same uh, for me as well. And hopefully, he puts in a good word for you in in Detroit as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, uh, definitely wouldn't hurt on that end. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a, a ton of BCHL content on Quinnipiac every season. Why is that? What is, what is the reason for that? Um, I'd say just the BCHL, um, the types of players that, that Rand wants here at Quinnipiac, uh, the, the character players, um, I feel like that just really develops in the BCHL. I mean, like you said, we've had many, many BCHL connection guys and I'm not entirely sure what the makeup of our team is now, but I'd, uh, I'd be confident in saying it's most likely mostly BCHL guys. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's one of those leagues where a lot, a lot of our guys uh, are developing older um, and just have that, that, that kind of grit to their game, that character, um, and are just good, good quality people and teammates. So I think the BCHL really is, is a great uh, league and a great area for that uh, character component to develop. And then, Obviously, it's a it's a very high skilled league, and there's a lot of great on ice players coming out of it. Uh, so it goes hand in hand with the two. You can't argue with the results either, I guess. So, uh, one of those yeah, it seems, seems to be working. One of those guys that uh, came from the BCHL, and, and he's a veteran guy on your team, is your captain Chase Prisky, and he's a former Salmon Arm Silverback, nominated for the Hobie Baker this year. How excited are you guys for him in the room to get that nomination? Oh, we couldn't be any happier for him. Uh, Chase is, he's, you can't put it into words what he does for, for our team and for our program. Uh, leading us in the right direction as our captain, he really uh, has instilled the, the right mentality, the right way to carry ourselves into this team and, and just helped, uh, helped create that culture to permeate through um, from the upperclassmen down to the lowerclassmen. I mean, obviously, like you just said, with the Hobie Baker nomination, and his on-ice performance has been excellent, but uh, not a lot of people get to see what he does 
off ice for our team. And, mm-hmm. and we just can't say enough good things about how he conducts himself and, and how he uh, handles both the upper and lower classmen. And we want to encourage people to get out there and vote as well. <laughs> get him the win. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. He, uh, he needs as many votes as he can get and, and we need, need all the help we can get. So I, we, uh, we all would appreciate if everyone could, uh, could toss him a vote or two. <laughs> Another thing that's not surprising about the success you had, but with sticking with the BCHL or theme, uh, the, the freshman group this year, you have uh, at least four that I can count off the top of my head. TJ Friedman was in Victoria. Uh, Ethan DeYoung, of course, Prince George, Desi Burgart from Surrey, and Michael Lombardi was in West Kelowna. Those guys have come in, and, and they're making a real impact in their first season in NCAA, which you guys have to be thrilled about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, whenever uh, we can have freshmen come in and into the lineup and, and step up and take uh, big-minute roles and, and big-situation roles, it's huge. And uh, everyone that you just listed off has taken huge leaps even since stepping on foot uh, on campus. Um, they've all put in the work day-to-day uh, and, and have really just strived to want to be better, push themselves to be better and really uh, – have a major impact on the team, which um, can't argue because every every one of those guys is a key piece to our to our team, and uh, I think it just all brings back to the the character guys we recruit out of the BC and just the the culture that we have. I mean, everyone just wants to to do their job and do what they can to help uh, help the team, and it's they've been uh, incredible, been taking an incredible role so far. Thank you to Greg Ballack for that interview with Vernon Vipers alum Andrew Shortridge this week from Quinnipiac University. And that will do it for the podcast this week. For all the latest BCHL headlines, check bchl.ca and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GoBCHL. For the BCHL, this is Brent Mutis. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.